Welcome to Switchfoot Song Stories, a fan-run and operated podcast, not affiliated with Switchfoot. Welcome to Switchfoot Song Stories. I'm your host, Tyler D. Smith, and this week I'm very excited to be joined by Nikki and Hudson from Radio U. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Thanks for having us. It's so nice to meet you, Tyler. Yeah, thanks for having us. And I'm a big fan of Radio U. Uh, If you're listening to this podcast and you've never heard of Radio U, I think a really good description uh, comes straight from your website. Uh, Radio U isn't just the same 10 songs you hear everywhere else. The music we play is different deeper yes. stuff they don't play and with no ads or commercials that's my favorite part no ads or commercials yeah uh, it's where music is going we love so, it yep yeah i have the app i enjoy it i think one of my favorite parts of the app is uh like when i'm going for a run especially in the summer and i'm like i'm, I'm kind of sick of my own playlist so i'll fire up the <laughs> app because there's a lot of a lot of rock on it but there's also just it's just different like there's just a lot of great you know music that comes on there that you probably don't hear in many other places. And I've been able to find some new artists and things like that on there. So outside of that description, though, how else would you describe what you do? And also, if you could tell us uh, kind of how you both got started doing it. Sure. Well, Radio U's been around, uh, I had to ask our boss, 1996 is when Radio U started. Um, and we we do play a lot of music that you do not get to hear if you go to any other town, any other city, any other app. Um, it's a lot of bands that maybe radio in the past have not given a chance to play. Um, and we just prefer having music that, you know, a lot of us enjoy and love and that has a great message, uh, but maybe doesn't traditionally fit the sound for a lot of radio, uh, but we give it a chance. So a lot of modern rock, a lot of hardcore, a lot of hip hop, a lot of like a shuffle feature. So you never kind of know what you're going to get um, is kind of what Radio U is about with our our formats. Yeah, it's a good uh, it's a good mix. There's not not just is there not other stations that play that are commercial free and that play this style of music, but that play a mix of the metal, the hip hop, and then the stuff in between where Switchfoot would fall for sure. There aren't a lot of, I mean, there's no other stations like that. So you get some of everything. They don't want to give it a try. Uh, You know, we are listener supported, which is, is an amazing testimony to like the bands that we play and the music and the fans that support Radio U uh, that are supporting the bands. Um, You know, just a lot of other radio stations are not, they're too afraid to kind of stick with this style that we've done the entire history of Radio U. Yeah. You also have um, interviews called The Riot. Is that right? Yeah, we do our morning show, which is The Riot. It's every Monday through Friday. Uh, Hudson and I host that with Isaiah. He's in the other room. He's not allowed in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we do interviews with artists. We do uh, just a lot of talk. Is it important talk? I don't know. (laughs) No, we just try to have fun with it. We try to have fun every morning. Uh, So that's our morning show on Radio U. Radio U has radio stations across the country. And then we've got lots of listeners on our Radio U app and our Radio U Roku channel and through our website at RadioU.com. So we're the morning show for that. Yeah. So, yeah, we do get uh, as much as we can. We get artists on the show that we play that. So we can get, uh, usually when we do interviews, we're not just talking about 
like music stuff, although we do touch on that, obviously they get to promote what they want to promote and whatever, but we also like to get to know them more as people as well and have mm-hmm. a fun time with them. So you don't just see them as, Oh, that's the guy that put out the song. Yeah. It's also, this is what they got going on in their lives and what, you know, what touring is like and all this different stuff. Yeah. Some bands come in and they have like a list of what they can and cannot talk about or what they should remember. And they find it very refreshing to come and just be able to talk to people and mm-hmm. just have a normal interview and not be it so corporate or so radio. It is, yeah. it is funny and, and shut us up if I keep talking <laughs> too long, but uh, it's your podcast, but it's funny too, because we get a lot of bands because we do play like undiscovered stuff where very often we're their first interview ever. Oh, they're so nervous. And so, yeah, they're very nervous. <laughs> and sometimes you have to really coax stuff out of them. And the, But then sometimes they're just off the wall because they don't have media training kind of stuff. So you never know what you're going to get. But that just means it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a good yeah, time. Yeah, you get to really learn more about the bands personally. Yeah, that makes it exciting. And that's, you know, the favorite kind of radio or podcast anyway, just conversational and uh, kind of dig a little deeper. So that's really cool. also like how... You know, the website and app, you can find out information about upcoming albums and tours. Um, I just did, even did a quick search of, of Switchfoot on there and just saw like lots of different uh, news bits, articles, things about, you know, when, when they uh, release information and things like that. So pretty cool. And as I said, the no commercial thing has got to be one of the biggest draws. Um, what's been like your uh, favorite experience so far, like any interviews or tours or uh you know, any experience at all stick out to you the most from it? Oh, gosh, we can't play favorites, uh, Tyler, (laughs) now. (laughs) I do think what I appreciate the most, uh, because, you know, again, we've been with Radio U for a very, very long time. uh, And with us during the morning show, it's usually us interviewing and talking with bands, is that we've had a genuine friendship with so many bands um, to where, you know, we care about them as human beings and as musicians as well. But we've seen the ups and downs, the... Um, we're taking a break and we're coming back, you know, Mm -hmm. all the roller coaster rides of so many bands. Uh, but it's just nice to be able to, uh, care about them as people and see their music grow and see their music influence our listeners in such a way that, uh, you know, we all become family with them. Yeah. And I think on top of that, like there's, uh, you know, it's, that sounds pretty egotistical in a way, but like when you do radio, you expect like listeners to enjoy it, but it's really cool when you get bands of people you like the bands to me, they're still cool people. Like they seem cool. And when they are thanking you and saying, Hey, you guys are really cool. We appreciate what you do. That means a lot. And that happens, uh, you know, from time to time. And so, Oh, you know, they love you. Yeah, that's right. And I'm sure many, many more haven't even said anything. They're too afraid. They're too shy. Yeah. They're too shy. Yeah. No, that is, it is a really cool moment when a band comes up to you at a festival or whatever, and you're doing the radio, you table and they're like, Hey, thanks for what you guys do. That Mm -hmm. means a lot, you know? Yeah, it does. So I, I don't know if I'd give you Tyler a particular favorite artist interview in the past. There's been so many years of so many of them, but mm-hmm. we definitely have our favorite bands and we definitely have our favorite members. Um, and we just love having a chance to always check back in with them. Yeah, that is cool. Really cool experiences. I think, uh, you know, at times also getting the exclusive, whether it's, you know, a band making a comeback or, you know, teasing a new album or things of that nature, or even like the personal stuff going on in their lives um, is, is obviously really cool. Got a mm-hmm. little little taste of that. I don't know if you guys remember Paper Tongues back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah. we used to yeah, so had, we used to play quite a lot of them. Yeah, had Aswan on the show, and I was expecting in that interview 
just to kind of reminisce on his days of Switchfoot touring and, you know, back in the day kind of music. And he was like, yeah, we're, we're making a comeback. And I was like, oh, hold up. What? I'm getting the exclusive here. So, so they are, well, they are what, making a comeback. Yeah. It's been nice. really cool. Um, you know, with with Radio U, since when we started in the beginning, bands were so different back then. Like you had to come out and you had to have an album and you had to have so many songs and it had to be about radio singles. And it was such a big orchestrated machine for radio. And things have changed, especially in the last, you know, 10 or so years where now it's really band driven more than like label and Nashville driven. Mm -hmm. And bands have a chance more than they ever did in the past to come back on their own terms, you know, with their own music, a single here, a single every month if they want to. Yeah, Uh, You know, it's really been so nice to see the bands take control over their comebacks and when they can do an album, when they can do a release compared to when you go back so many years, uh, it was like, no, we're not allowed to, not allowed to, not allowed to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was so yep. more, so much more frustrating for so many bands yeah. uh, that a lot of them just gave up when the their career just kind of couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, well, I mean, with, with labels and being able to, or no, with like Patreon and being able to be independent and, and, you know, crowdfunding and stuff, it's broken down so many of the barriers that now the bands can do it. Like some of the stuff that would come in the way of, them being back. A, yeah, mm-hmm. or them being able to do stuff that they want to do slash they like for their fans. There used to be a lot of red tape in the way of that. And now they mm-hmm. can just do it if they want to. Yeah, or like a lot of bands we play, they don't want to tour as much anymore, but they just want to yep. come out with music and now they can. They can just put right. out what they want. Yeah, that's my hope. I've said it on this show that, you know, a band like Switchfoot that has their own studio, like you guys should never, plus you all live in that that uh, city. You should never be done, even if you don't want to tour. Just keep giving us music. We'll be content yeah. with that. <laughs> There's no reason for them to not push out their own stuff, uh-huh. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do Switchfoot and, uh, you know, some of the larger bands have the the comfort and the b- ability to really be aggressive in providing content for fans. And Switchfoot's one of the best. I yeah. mean, they've been at it one of the longest. So. I was going to say, you're talking about the music news and Switchfoot, I have like they were an MVP because like for music news we still have to write so much of it we have to like sometimes we have to meet a quota in a way and especially during COVID that was difficult but fortunately Switchfoot was there always doing something always doing something (laughs) and I love that I really did sincerely love that about Switchfoot was they were you know John was always out there at least he was doing something to kind of connect with the fans and to give us something to talk about too we appreciated that yeah that was huge Yeah, that was one of my questions about them is, you know, you say like, you know, Radio U is where music is going. How do you feel like Switchfoot has kind of uh, rolled with the times? I think they're aging really well. They just kind of come up with new ideas that fit the modern platform. You know, it's it's amazing. All these with the longevity, like all these years later, they're still mm-hmm. finding new ways to connect and um, probably at least some similarities to, to what you do as far as, you know, obviously just a band, but um didn't know if you had any thoughts on kind of how they're aging like a fine wine. Yeah. <laughs> well, Switchfoot kind of started around the same year or two that Radio U did. So we have had Switchfoot a part of Radio U that entire time. Mm-hmm. Now they had their really, really popular times. And then they had their really, really popular times, you know, <laughs> like uh, different, um, you know, fluctuations with mm-hmm. it. But it's always been great to see, especially I know one of our favorites has been fluorescent is um, they've always come back and they've always 
not necessarily reinventing themselves, but just little tweaks here or there to get new listeners and a new audience while still keeping so much of their solid fan base. Yeah. Um, so that they, they've always done so well with just putting out so much music consistently that the fans have just always stayed true to them. It is, it is funny to think about Switchfoot where so many bands of their time too, that came up around that time have found their kind of niche of where they are able to still stay relevant among a certain sector of fans, but it feels like they also go ahead and alienate some along the way. And somehow Switchfoot has managed to thread the needle of not like they just have such a a wide appeal. And, uh, you know, I guess for some bands almost might consider that an insult, but for Switchfoot, I think that's, that's such a positive that, you know, they just let everybody in. And on top of that too, is going back to like during COVID and stuff, like a lot of bands feel like once they hit their success and they can just, they can just coast and they'll mm. do less and less where Switchfoot has never slowed down yep. hardly at all. I mean, what they took that one year break in there and even felt that felt so out of place where other bands that have had Switchfoot success would just do that constantly. Yep. Like a one year break is nothing for them. So. I feel like at least coming from the radio industry, the there's always been a respect for Switchfoot as well. Because some have weathered uh, the success in maybe not as positive ways. <laughs> sure. uh, but for radio, the Switchfoot has always been super respectful and super uh, pushing towards making sure that their music is getting out there. And so I feel like even if people are not a fan of Switchfoot, mm-hmm. maybe of their music over all their songs, there are a lot of people that just respect Switchfoot as a band because they are doing it the right way. And, and you can tell they... Sure. They like what they do too. Yeah. Where other bands, it's so crazy to think about that you wouldn't like playing music as your job, but some bands, like it feels like they don't. Switchfoot obviously clearly does. So yeah, speaking of fluorescent, uh, I went back and looked at Radio U when that song came out, and uh, on the site it said Switchfoot has somehow once again managed to drop a single that sounds entirely new while also feeling like a throwback to several of their classic albums. Fluorescent is familiar, but one of a kind, and you can hear it now on Radio U. Dang, you know who wrote that? You wrote it! <laughs> you wrote it? <laughs> I did, yeah. Can you elaborate on that, Hudson, yeah, please? Yeah, I mean, what else needs to be said? What else needs to be said? Perfectly he said. sounds like a smart writer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Fluorescent was, again, their songs have always done well for Radio U, but Fluorescent really seemed to hit at the right time for the right song, um, and it did super good for them, for us, so that... That is a, a standout song in Switchfoot's history that I think will always be a part of Radio U, maybe more than some of their other songs. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love it because it, it sounds like Switchfoot, but it sound, if you were to listen to every Switchfoot song in alphabetical order or something, like that one would definitely stick out more than mm-hmm. many of the others. And I'll say this too. I think I like it a little bit because it reminds me of the Beach Boys a little bit. <laughs> Don't yeah. know. What? The fluorescent, it's uh it's their good vibrations. Oh, I'll is say. that it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hudson likes or knows of weird bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Terabang, it was very much like a mix of uh Beach Boys and Beatles. Yeah. You know, new, new and old with some of obviously the vintage switchwood stuff thrown in there. So um yeah, I remember uh, I think a lot of people had kind of uh maybe some mixed reactions to the to the latest record the one before the christmas album but um like the first time you heard that opening like guitar uh keyboard kind of those riffs at the beginning it was yeah. it drew me in for sure um just to have like a little bit of a different sound there 
Yeah. Well, should we tell Tyler about what we really love about Switchfoot songs the what? most? Oh yeah, what's that? About yes. the the length of them. And I don't know <laughs> if you if you've had a chance to talk to a lot of radio people, Tyler, but the truth is for a lot of radio stations, Switchfoot is stellar because they make longer songs. And yeah. <laughs> when you're a DJ, you don't get a lot of time to leave the studio. So mm-hmm. we call a lot of Switchfoot songs their bathroom and their food break songs because there you, you can leave the studio <laughs> to actually go get a break for a second and you can come back and the song is still playing. Yeah. <laughs> you get a long enough Native break. Native Tongue was great for that, wasn't oh, it? Yeah. so good. <laughs> so we favor a lot of the, uh, the long songs from Switchfoot. Yeah, we appreciate sure. those. How many times have you played Deathbed by Reliant K then? If you're just oh, yeah. <laughs> now you can't have too long of a song. Yeah. Though, so it depends. But for a while, so many of our bands were coming out with like two minute songs. And it was just a, it was a phase for that a lot is, of groups. And that's, that's too short. That's a tough spot for the, it was a trend in hip hop. It seemed like for mm-hmm. a while to come out with like the shortest song you possibly could and put it out as a yeah. single. So we always appreciate Switchfoot sticking with the, Four minute, it feels like four minute minimum a lot of the time. Because yep. you could still get a really long song from a band, but it's what we call not meant for radio. Like it's a great song yeah. to listen on your own and just whatever you're doing. But uh, in a radio setting, it has to have some structure, a bit more structure than some of those. But Switch mm-hmm. would always put the effort <laughs> yep. into a long enough song for us. So we will forever love them for yeah. that. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, sometimes for me, a song can take on new life. Like when I hear the artist talk about it, obviously John talks, you know, whether he writes or in interviews and a lot of the switcher guys themselves, they talk about at length, uh, different songs and, and they're still like, you know, you as a listener, it's up to you to interpret how you want, but I like the, you know, feedback that they give, um, a recent example. I just heard Caleb Chapman from Colony House talking about a song called, uh, do you ever feel off their new album? And his story behind it, I was like, oh, wow, I didn't had no idea it was kind of about that. So now the song, you know, kind of takes on new meaning. But yeah, specifically this one, because you may hear those lyrics and like, what's he talking about a moth and this or that? And he's, you know, basically comparing how moths are drawn to light to humans who are drawn to the light of our phones. <laughs> um, so I, I, uh, I like to share um, this is a bit of a lengthy quote. I'll try to read it quickly, but. Uh, you know, one of his quotes about fluorescent when it first came out, he says, I was watching the slow demise of a moth outside of a gas station window. He was struggling in vain, a futile attempt to reach the dusty fluorescent globe beyond the window pane. I looked back down at my cell phone and marveled at this strange light that often holds me captive. The moth and me, both of us transfixed, consumed by hopeless pursuit, a glow that can never be acquired. Uh, how many lights that I have chased seem to shine so bright until I see them for what they truly are? How many hours have I wasted running after phantoms that can never offer me meaning or truth? On a cloudy night, the artificial light shines brighter than the stars. And what dark days are these looking for light, looking for meaning, looking for purpose? I looked back to the moth and wondered which endeavor was more absurd, a moth spellbound by the artificial glow of a gas station fluorescent light, or me looking for love, meaning, purpose, acceptance somewhere within and beyond the LED screen on my phone, both of us chasing ghosts on a summer's night. Yeah, so most of us, I'm like, most of us would see a moth, and we'd be like, yeah. look at that moth flopping around. John sees that. Dang. Says, I'm going to write a song about this. Yeah. 
Dang, Nikki, he was writing about you watching TikTok. Whatever. <laughs> you know, I am not going to be condemned yeah, by, by John think, from Switchfoot. Some bands, you know, they. it is nice because you're right. Switchfoot is always very vocal and more transparent about the story behind the songs. Uh-huh. It was a trend for a while for bands to be like, well, what do you think it means? Like, what do you take out of it? Which is great, but sometimes it helps to have a bit of guidance to see the the behind the scenes look at a song um, and how they want someone to interpret it. Uh, but I, I don't ever feel like Switchfoot is condemning though in their teachable moments. Yeah. So if they're teaching me to put my phone down, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I will listen to him tell me that as yeah. if he's singing it to me instead of you telling me to. <laughs> well, it is yeah. funny. I had not seen that quote before. And so yeah. now whole I, new uh, meaning. <laughs> it's, it is a whole new meaning. And I always thought, and maybe it's just because he said, uh, fluorescent girl in the song, but I always was like, it's a love song, and so I thought of my Attraction, wife, yeah. and now I feel like I need yep. to apologize to my wife <laughs> and put my phone down. Uh-huh. Now we know better than that, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be you could take the song however you want, just like he says. Yeah, yeah that's uh, you know, for me, like when I heard that, I was like, all right, um. I know that's a, a struggle for a lot of people, but I'm always trying to find the balance in you know in life when it comes to technology, when to use it to our advantage, when to put it down. Um, like the people that just blast, you know, social media and stuff like that and, and say it's all negative. I'm like, there's a lot of positive, a lot of good things that come from yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Use it correctly. I mean, even you know, radio you app, of course, and like certain promotion <laughs> interaction with people all over the world, like being able to share what whatever you want to share, you know, whether it's uh your faith, your experiences, your anything, like there's so many advantages. So um, I guess that that was one of my questions when it came to this song is like, are you able to find that balance? Are you able to uh, like, I don't know if there's any helpful advice for people out there, like <laughs> how to how to find that balance, you know? <laughs> well, I know that is something, it's a daily struggle because with us being morning show DJs, you know, we have to live uh, every single day in the depths of every news story and every TikTok and every trend. And it can be exhausting because we have to, we feel like, we don't have to, but we feel like we have to filter some of that out so that only certain things make it onto Radio U and what we want to talk about and what we want to focus on. Um, So it is sometimes you feel like we wish we could put all of it away and never have to be so absorbed in it. But mm-hmm. at least for our job and for what we do, uh, we do have to keep one foot in that and just try not to let social media destroy you Yeah, well, <laughs> and have yeah. a positive experience with it. I also think, ironically, it's kind of helpful being in radio when it comes to social media and stuff like that, because... Uh, we can't just really go on social media and say whatever we want to say all the time. And I feel like that saved me from a lot lot of of arguments and stuff like that, where if I was just working some other job where, you know, I don't have to worry about what I say because I have five followers or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I could just get into all these arguments with people I know, people I don't that might, that are probably not going to get anywhere. And I feel Mm -hmm. like I've saved myself and seen a lot of people that have done that. And just like, man, you, like, why are you doing this? And I feel yeah. like I've been saved from a lot of that by, by my job being that thing in the back of my mind. It's like, are you really going to wade into this today? <laughs> Even though the show is about wading into a bunch of stuff sometimes. Well, we understand we don't ever want to 
Uh, you know, there's lots of people on, on lots of different areas, especially like when it comes to politics or, you know, mm-hmm. what band you like, like that can bring up some uh, um, some heated discussions on how do you like them or, or why why don't you like them or how is that not your favorite song? Like people just have some very, very strong opinions. Yep. And uh, we're here to bridge people's opinions and kind of just be in the middle to know that everybody's opinions are respected, mm-hmm. uh, but we can all be kind with those opinions yeah. as well mm-hmm. and uh, with what we do. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of uh, conversations over the years about Switchfoot too, about like they're this or that, or they admit this. And it's like, oh yeah, try to be respectful, but (laughs) try to stick up for them as well. The key, Tyler, is you just don't wade in too deep. All right. You just stay right in the the shallow end and not worry about it. That way you don't drown. (laughs) I think the the one that confused me the most is uh, not Switch related, but if it's a, um, a channel or somebody posts like a TV show that's coming out and then the comments of like, take that off the air. Or, like I'm not watching. It's like, yeah, just, oh, you know, sure. just don't watch it. You don't have to comment about it. There's no, right. Mm-hmm. Right. the show will go on if you comment on it or not. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. But... <laughs> now that's, that's, that's a dangerous one to get into. Yeah, too. that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think even um, the, the switch for guys would tell you even writing a song like that, they know the benefits of, you know, the internet, social media, they, they need it at times for promotion and for connection. But when it comes to like family time, you know, they want to be able to, um, you know, put it away. Sometimes one thing I love about the theme of their album in Terabang, you've got fluorescent, the album closes with electricity and there's a line in the electricity that says, let's shut up the phones for the rest of the afternoon. Mm. So they, they kind of go together. It's like, I'm drawn to this. But I also, I need at times, there's advantages of it, but also there's a time with, with family, with, you know, my kids or whatever that I need to just put it away and live life there. And he's, he wrote a whole blog about like living in the moment and not, you know, trying to record on this, you know, terrible, put it on YouTube when you're, you know, experience <laughs> yes. the moment, experience yes. it while you're there. So I think there's just that balance that I love. Well, see, now this makes me jealous because, Tyler, we're in a radio world, so we live by singles. We very rarely get to go and really open up an entire album, though we Mm -hmm. have them. It's just single by single, song by song. Uh, That's just kind of how the radio world is. So I feel jealous. Like, now we need to make a better effort to make sure we go into our albums of our artists that we play. that's right. Because we're missing out on some closure for certain songs or some, you know, another message from another one. Um, so, you know, we, we should do better at that. Yeah. That's, <laughs> we got to go to always. We're learning a lot of lessons. I know. We got to go to the today, last song on the album, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> don't miss out on it. No, it is true. It's tough though to like, that's something I struggle with, even though I try not to get too bogged down in social media with doing the show. It feels like you always have to be like looking for stuff to talk about and whatever. And it's, so it does mm-hmm. suck you in and you have yep. to find the balance of, well, I've got a wife and stuff like that. I've got a family. I got to pay attention to them even mm-hmm. though the phone is so, it's so, you know, it always wants you. It's, you know? calling. it's always there for you. <laughs> always it's there. always there for you. <laughs> Never leaves you. Yep. Uh-huh. That's right. But it does open up for, at least for Radio U, our favorite thing about, and I think that is what makes us so different from other radio stations is, man, you want to talk to us? You just text us. Just text us anytime. We're there for mm-hmm. you. If you want to request a song, we're there for you. Uh, you want to chat on Facebook, we're there for you. Uh, so it does help bridge us with our listeners just like uh, with a band it connects you know them with their fans uh, so you got to have it and it definitely helps radio you in a lot of ways uh, be able to connect with um, everybody listening in a better way yeah 
For sure. Yeah. And as you're saying that, I think, you know, Switchfoot's been known over the years, especially for like their albums and their closers, how it just kind of wraps it up. Um, a lot of bands, though, nothing wrong with that. They're going with the, the single approach, um, which is, you know, within the age of streaming and radio, it's uh, uh, sometimes uh, helpful for them. Um, but I'm still I still love kind of the mix of both. Like if there's a band that wants to put out a bunch of singles, I'm all for it. It's new music. And then if there's a <laughs> yeah. band that wants to go really deep with a full length album, I'm going to dive into it for hours. And um, it's pretty cool. But uh, we mentioned that. So RadioU.com, Radio U mm-hmm. app. Um, you're also on all the social platforms. Anything yep. else that you want to uh, mention? Um, we've we've kind of talked about a lot of it, but anything else you want to mention before we wrap up? If you ever want to check out our Roku channel, you can download that. Um, That you can watch all of our interviews, um, all of our special stuff. You can listen to Radio U that way. You can watch Radio U TV. We have the music videos for what we play. Um, Otherwise, just it's always good to follow us on Facebook. uh, And that's at Radio U. And then Radio U Official on Instagram and on TikTok. And that's just where we love to connect with everybody. Well, I don't want to bog everybody down with a million different ways they can connect with us. But since you're already listening to a podcast, Mm. you could check out, we have the worst of the ride podcast. That's like what that's our morning show from every day. And then we also have just the interviews podcast where if you just want band interviews, it's more along this line. We also do that as well. We do. And we have a video podcast, which you can watch some of our segments from each morning at Radio U Riot on Facebook and our YouTube channel. Tyler, are you going to ever do a video podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I might. You might. That's You got to move that yeah, way. Pop it up on <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> uh, but definitely, it's a, it's a nice way because that's a little shorter than our audio podcast each day. Um, so you can, you know, kind of pick how you want to digest the riots yeah. and on Radio <laughs> U. Uh, but then, of course, if you want to listen to Radio U, listen away. Find out if we have a radio station in your area through RadioU.com. Very cool. I'm a huge fan. Keep up the great work. Hopefully, we'll send some more people your way because... Uh, uh, music lovers need it in their lives. So yeah, go yes. check it out. Oh, thank you so much for connecting with us. So, so nice to meet you. Yeah, good to talk you to too. you. Yes. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Right. Bye-bye.